Yo. Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show. Autumn is a best-selling author, popular speaker, and wife who is obsessed with her husband and four crazy kids. She is also the CEO of the Autumn Miles Ministry, as well as a lipstick and lash enthusiast. Autumn's vision is to speak to the culture with bold truth and challenge you to act in raw faith. Here's Autumn Miles. Hey guys, welcome to the show today. I'm so excited about the show today because I feel like we're talking about Proverbs. This is a continuation of part one of Proverbs from yesterday. Um, And I just feel so incredibly strongly that we need wisdom right now. God has told me that. We're doing a a study with Autumn Miles Ministries that we have a huge group of people reading Proverbs 1 through 31 every day for the next month. And I invite you to join me with that. You can find details about that on social media. But this is part two of a two-part show. Today, we'll be jumping into Proverbs 3, going Proverbs 3, 4, and 5. just so you guys are um, getting practical knowledge and practical wisdom for you to make decisions on right now with this very changing, crazy world that we're living in. I want to tell those of you that are listening on the air in DFW to subscribe or follow the podcast. You can find it on iTunes or on Spotify. We have gotten so many messages from you guys about the podcast, and um, that is where it's located. So please go and follow along because I know not all of us are in the cars, our cars right now. Um, we have kids at home. We have, uh, I have four of them. We have a lot of crazy things going on. So I would love for you guys not to miss a day of the show. So go ahead and subscribe so you see when we're putting up another one and I just want to say um, I hope this helps you. I know so many people are scared or we're, we're, we are worried right now, but I hope this actually helps you so that you can gain some wisdom and some guidance. So, without further ado, let's hit prop the part two of the Proverbs today part show with Proverbs three. I love Proverbs 3 because um, it talks about, now we're going to get into some guts. We're going to get into some um, crazy stuff. But Proverbs 3 talks about the rewards of wisdom. The rewards of wisdom. And we'll just start off uh, from the beginning. Solomon is talking to us as his children And I don't know about you. I actually was telling my husband this. Both of his parents are past. And I was like, it's so awesome that God allowed Solomon to write in this manner, especially for those of us that have lost both of our parents. Um, It's almost like there is a paternal influence in Solomon here. Of course, we have it in God um, and in our Savior, Jesus. But he puts these fathers of the faith in the scripture for those of us that don't have fathers anymore or mothers anymore. And it's a beautiful, um, a beautiful way that Solomon writes. Solomon does not write judgmentally. He doesn't beat you over the head. He's a very straight shooter, but in, 
you will find in the book of Proverbs, interworked with his truth is a lot of grace and a lot of love. And it comes out in the language and it's absolutely beautiful. It's almost like, okay, you're talking to me like you love me. And then you hit me with truth, which is exactly what love is. Love sometimes is hard truth. Okay. Um, but he does that in Proverbs uh, three. He says this, my son, I love that. My son, do not forget my teaching, but let your ear keep my commandments for the length of days and years of life and peace they will add to you. And this is where I want to sit just for a minute. He goes on and he says this in verse three. And honestly, we could talk about this forever. Do not let, he just talks to us as our son. And he actually talks to me like I would talk to one of my kids. Do not let kindness and truth leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart so you will find favor and good. It says repute in my Bible. Um, you'll have a good reputation in the sight of God and man. I want to sit here just for a second because Solomon addresses something that I see a lot of us losing. Do not let kindness and truth leave you. He starts off the chapter saying, whatever you do, do not let kindness or truth leave you. Why did Solomon write that in Proverbs 3, straight out the gate, almost in that chapter? Why would he even talk about that? Because he knew as, as we get older and as we uh, uh, experience more life and more things are frustrating to us, he knew that there would be a temptation for us to lose our kindness and to be mean because the world is hard and life is hard. Or he knew that we would wimp out and not follow truth anymore. So he puts it plain in here. He says, do not let kindness and truth leave you. I think a lot of us are letting kindness on social media leave us. Truth leave us. I'm telling you what, um, I, I've done a lot of work in, um, in churches forever and I love the church. I am a church girl for life. It is killing me that um, uh, the majority of churches aren't open right now. I just, I'd love to be in the house of God. I love my family to be there. I just love it. I love the house of God. But sometimes some of the meanest people that you will ever meet are believers. You're probably going to hate me for saying that, but that's the truth. 
some of the meanest comments that I get on my social media are not from the world. They're from believers. Believers that don't know why someone would paint their nails as a Christian. Don't know why someone would have long hair as a Christian. Don't know how could you wear fake eyelashes as a Christian. The Bible says, thou shalt blah, 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 blah. And then they insert their verse to match their, the narrative of their heart, oftentimes taken completely out of context with no study. Solomon knew that if kindness left us, no one would listen to truth. Solomon knew that if you wanted to actually have someone receive wisdom and instruction, you needed to be a kind individual. Solomon knew in order to advance the kingdom of God, and God gave him supernatural wisdom because Jesus hadn't even happened yet. In order to advance the kingdom of God, you needed kindness and truth. You needed to be kind. You needed on Sundays, I was a server for 15 years. You needed to tip your server, Christian, a little extra because Sundays are really, really difficult. Don't leave them a track in a $1 bill. He knew that kindness is the way that people would receive truth. So he puts, he puts that in there. On the contrary, um, he put, you must be kind and full of truth. Sometimes truth is hard to hear. And so the people that are always kind, uh, uh, like, like super, 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 super duper kind, and that's an amazing quality, often step back from truth because truth would offend someone. Truth would actually hold people accountable. Truth might hurt someone's feelings. Truth might get someone not to like them. So Solomon says, don't get rid of either one of them. You need kindness and truth. And that is how you are going to find favor and good and have a good reputation in the sight of God and man. He says this, do not let them leave you, especially right now. We need to be kind. We need to speak truth. We need to speak truth kindly. He says this, bind them around your neck. They're so important. These two qualities are so important. They're so vital. Son, I want you to bind them around your neck. I think I'm wearing a necklace. I wear a necklace. It actually just broke, which I'm super heartbroken about. I got to go get it fixed. My kids brought, bought me a necklace two years ago for Christmas, and it has an A on it. And um, it represents autumn, of course. But it's so vital to me that I represent my children every single where, place that I go. And I know they were excited to buy it. And they were super excited to give it to me for Christmas. 
And then I got it and I loved it. And um, so I never took it off and then it broke like last week. Um, but I wear it around my neck. Why? Because I'm so proud of it. I'm so proud to show you, hey, my kids did this for me. It never leaves me. It's important to me. And that's what he's saying here. These things are so important. You need to keep them close. You need to check yourself and make sure that you have kindness and truth. He goes even a step further. He says, write them on the tablet of your heart. Don't just bind them around your neck. Don't just show people that you have them. Let kindness and the truth also penetrate your own heart so that you will find favor uh, in the sight of God and man. I'm one of those people, if you call me for advice, I'm going to be kind, I'll cry with you. I've cried more over other people's problems than even my own. I will cry with you, I will pray with you, they will keep me up at night. I love to love you when you call me for advice, but I will not step back from telling you what I feel like the word of God says in your situation. I have people that I go to that'll cry with me, that I'll pray with me, that I'll uh, bear my burdens, but I don't wanna go to someone that's just gonna say, oh, do whatever you feel. I wanna go to someone that says, this is what the word of God says. This is truth. This is your guidance. And it's amazing how um, you do gain a good reputation from being a person that is kind and truthful at the same time. Let's move on. Verse uh, four says this, uh, five, five. This is um, a famous one. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. I won't spend too much time on this because we know what this says. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. He says right here in Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord with every piece of your heart, even the political piece, even the fearful piece, even the frustrated piece. Every single piece of who you are needs to trust the Lord. And he says, lean not on your own understanding, which is a beautiful way of writing it. But basically Solomon is saying, listen, don't, Lean on your own understanding or how you understand a situation. Because let me tell you something, it's rarely how you seem to understand it. You rarely get 100% of the story. So if you're basing your whole life on what you, how you understand a situation, you're probably going to make some errors. And this is not wisdom. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. I love that. I know we all love that. I could talk about a lot, a lot of other places in Proverbs 3, but I invite you to read it by yourself. I want to get to Proverbs 4, and then I went to want to get to Proverbs 5 as well. Proverbs 4 says this in the few minutes that we have left. Um, <clears throat> oh, let me, let me turn there in the word so I have it. Hear, O sons, the instruction of a father. You see how Solomon is talking to us about wisdom. Uh, he's saying, he's just, it's just so tender the way he is, he is 
having us listen. He's using that kindness and truth together, which makes me want to read more. Verse three says this, when I was a son to my father, tender, and the only son in the sight of my mother, then he, my father, taught me and said to me. Now, who is Solomon referring to here in Proverbs 4? King David. So we are sort of getting an inside look to what King David told Solomon. You know those conversations that you're like, I mean, I've watched uh, The Queen on Netflix, and I'm, I think it was called The Queen, about The Queen. I have no one in the room, so I don't even have anyone to ask. Um, but I watch, I watch it, and I, I was always wonder, I always wonder, you know, what's the real story? Like, what, what actually happened that we don't know about? This is actually a picture of what King David told Solomon as a father to a son is an, an instruction. And one of the things that we see Solomon including in this chapter is this. Watch over, this is verse 23, 423. Watch over your heart with all diligence for from it flow the springs of life. I could go on and on about um, so many things that Proverbs 4 says, but I want you to do it with it. I want you to read one proverb a day for the next 31 days. This we need now. Watch over your heart with all diligence, for from it flow the springs of life. Watch over your heart. Protect your heart. We have seen so many people offended about everything right now. We see it left and right, offended. You looked at me wrong. You did this. You did. I mean, it's just, it's terrible. It's actually terrible. But one of the important things we need to remember is offense is a choice. You choose whether or not to be offended by someone or something. You choose whether to let what someone or something says or does to you into your heart. You have to take responsibility for your own heart. What do you let penetrate it? What do you let affect it? What do you let into it? The Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And the things that you let into your heart, if you do not guard your heart, will come out of your mouth. And people will know what's in your heart based on your mouth. And I want to just caution you here. There are things in people that I let speak into my heart. There's a few of them a very few of them. And they're allowed to speak truth to me. They're allowed to speak into my situations. I've given them permission to sort of come in. Um, uh, I don't have to watch out for them. I know that they love me. I know that they are for me. And I let them come in. I let them speak to my heart. And I sit, I take the things that they tell me to heart. 
And then there's people that I don't let in. I want to direct you to social media. Now, I love you guys. You guys are amazing. And I'm not talking about the 90% of you guys that are awesome. But then there's a small sect of people that count it their job to destroy someone based on comments and being screen brave. Those, that group of people are not allowed in. If you are on social media or you get a bad email or something like that, you have the privilege of choosing. Is this going to offend me or is this not? I'm going to choose whether it wrecks my day or not. I'm going to make a decision for myself if I'm going to let this in my heart or not. Solomon says, watch over your heart with all diligence for from it spring flow the springs of life. I want you guys, um, as we're navigating this interesting season, I want you guys to watch and to guard what you allow into your heart, knowing that you have the choice to let it in and you also have the choice to keep it out. Watch over it, be a guard over it because your heart is so incredibly important and you don't want to let things in your heart that will damage the springs of life or what you say or your attitudes in a negative way, okay? Um, the last one is this, Proverbs 5. And this one gets a little nitty gritty. It's talking about immorality and it's talking about adultery. Um, and I will just say, read it for yourself. Um, but we are going through Proverbs 1 uh, through 31 um, in 31 days with the Jesus initiative. Um, and this is talking all about adultery and immorality. So I'm just going to go there. It says a lot of things that are like straight, hardcore in your face. My son, give attention to my wisdom. Incline your ear to understanding that you may observe discretion and your lips may reserve knowledge. For the lips of the adulteress drip with honey. Smoother than oil is her speech, but in the end, she is bitter as wormwood, sharp as a two-edged sword. Her feet go down to death and on and on and on, it says. And I wanted to include this in here because I know that so many people are uh, in a world where sort of everything seems okay. The Proverbs tells us this is not okay. And um, in Proverbs 5, it gives you a beautiful uh, warning about adultery and morality, it gives you a beautiful warning about that. And it basically says, and this is autumn paraphrase, if you partake in immorality and adultery, um, it's going to ruin your life for a time. He says at the end of Proverbs 5, he says this, drink water from your own cistern, which means don't cheat 
on your mate. He says this too in verse 21, for the ways of the man of a man are before the eyes of the Lord and he watches all his paths. God is watching us. He is aware of us. He is aware of you. He is aware of me. He sees our needs. He sees our greatest desires. He sees the things that burden us. He is aware and he is watching. Um, I know this was a little bit different. Uh, part day one and, and uh, day one yesterday and day two today. But I think it is so vitally important that we don't get in our own way right now with our emotions. That we take what we feel to the word of God and we speak truth and kindness together to people. We make decisions based on our health and our family, based on truth, the word of God, wisdom. I think it's very important if you're going to take anyone's word for anything right now, it needs to be God's. It doesn't need to be your own emotional whatever. Um, and I'll just leave you with that. Thank you guys so much for joining me these last two days. I hope this has helped you. And again, I encourage you to read Proverbs 1 through 31 for yourself every day for 31 days. Y'all have a good day. You can see me next time right back here on The Autumn Mile Show. The Autumn Mile Show is listener supported and your donation to keep her on the air is much appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And if you make a donation of $100 or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of her book of the month. This program is underwritten by Mary Maids of Fort Worth. Your future starts now. Thanks for listening. And join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on the Word 100.7 FM.